Welcome to the Upstaging Gentleman Podcast. I'm Michael with Play With Your Food Productions. I'm Nathan Prince with Legendary Productions. And we want to welcome you to the show today, so thank you for listening. And uh, so this time we want to uh, talk about on this episode what we've got new coming up at both Play With Your Food and at uh, Legendary Productions. Actually, what, what's, what's going on there? I'm so yeah. excited about that. But Mike, I'm going to throw a little curveball at you here. Actually, I know you just got back from New York, and I know you closed the production, but I want to hear about your New York trip. What, what happened and kind of, you went there with your students, right? Give I did, a insight yeah. On that. Yeah, so uh, we just finished uh, Playing Doctor over at Play With Your Food, and that ended on um, a Sunday, and then uh, Tuesday, it was on a plane to head out to New York, and we took a red eye out there. It was a just a crazy, fast-paced trip the whole time. Um, Flew in on Wednesday morning. We landed at JFK and uh, took eight students uh, out there with me. And um, this is a an international baccalaureate school. So uh, we were going out there to attend a international baccalaureate conference uh, for a theater. And uh, we were joined by uh, countries all over the world, uh, representatives and students of, of these different countries, coming out to this theater conference. And it was held at Ripley Greer Studios, uh, which is a, a big rehearsal studio in New York. And they, I think they've got like four different buildings that they use. And so all the, the big shows that like go Broadway in rehearsal, Yeah, Broadway yeah. rehearsals go in there. Um, and they also audition Broadway shows there. So you, never, you really never know who is going to be walking <gasps> in or out of th- that studio right there. Hmm. It's kind of like uh, heading into the back lots at Universal Studios, like, uh, you know, where they're actually filming – and if you're touring that day, you don't know who you're going to run into. And so there's there's all kinds of um, you know Broadway actors coming in and and out of there. But uh, so we we take these students down, and um, you know the first the first day was like sightseeing day. You know we hit the, the, the Statue of Liberty and Ground Zero and uh, uh, Times Square, and um, even went to went to Trinity Chapel where. Um, Alexander Hamilton's buried and uh, the New York Stock Exchange and, you know, just all over little sites like that. And um, and then uh, Times Square at nighttime. Yeah, which was just so cool. And then uh, and then the next day was just uh, next two, two and a half days really was just some really intense theater training. And I got to take a master class with a guy named Ping Chong out there. And I, I had never heard of this fellow before, but he was absolutely fantastic. I mean, he, he taught a bunch of us uh, just about stage movement and, um, you know, brought in his his method and his different exercises. And um, I just, just really got a lot from looking at Ping Chong. But uh, again, I'd never heard of him before. But if you go and you look him up, like, you know, on Facebook or, you know, whatever, he's got millions of followers. What do you mean about movement? What is it? What do you mean by that? I, I, I don't know. I would almost describe it as choreography combined with uh, regular block in there. Well, I think as directors, we always do that. <laughs> we, kind of, we kind of choreograph and block at the same time, especially with transitions. Okay. So we, we, we got a note for the, uh, the audience. So we we have tried to <clears throat> retake this one about twenty times. Yes, we have. and for some reason, uh, we'll let you in on this. We 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 are in the, the middle of the fit of the giggles right here, and yes. we can't stop. Well, and John, everything's funny John right now. helping us record. He's like, "I'm going. You guys got to figure it out." <laughs> so we're we're just going with it. But yeah, no, so- Mike, I think all blocking though, in all reality though, is like blocking and choreography to help transitions keep it flowing. I'd be really interested to take his class, actually. Or, or well, it was just up. a really cool reminder because, you know, after a while, you, you, you do kind of lose that um, 
you know what it could be the, the artistry the, a, a flow, of it. Yes, the artistry of it and the, the way it can flow and mm. and everything. And it was it was just a great reminder to go back and see that. And and we were trying all kinds of different um, ideas. Like he would get you know ten actors up there and would give them a script and would just take suggestions from the audience. Like what should they do now? What should it look like? Um, how how do we want the stage use? And in fact, he would put the actors up there. And um, he'd he'd look at the stage and be like, look, this entire area on the stage is empty. So let's have people get over there. And and what about over here? Completely empty. Come on, use that. And okay, now let's move around and you cross over here. And But it was just uh, everybody moving, but the whole stage was in use. That sounds really and, fun. And it's just that reminder is like, man, how many times you, you go see a show and there are areas of the stage that never get put to use. And, and, and think so, uh, I, I was excited to, you know, go back and try some of that and yeah. just, you know, just, I'm going to look it up. I actually am intrigued to kind of, I feel like I try to do that, but it'd be cool to hear a perspective and just style on how to do that. I'm going to definitely look them up. I mean, especially if you are doing a musical, cause I mean, if you're, if you're doing a musical that lends itself to it all that much more, right? but yeah, Ping Chong, uh, just like, I don't, I was really blown away by him. And that was one of the the highlights of the trip for me is going to see uh, Ping Chong there and be in his class. But then uh, we went to see a couple Broadway shows. So we saw the new Tom Stoppard show that uh, that that he wrote, this is a straight stage play. And then the following night, we went to see 1776 and the the revival of it that's out there. Uh, and I, I going into it, I, I love that musical. And um, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Actually, it's, I love it's, it. It's a it's a really good one. But um, I, I was trying to think when you're looking at the climate of what is on Broadway and, and everything that's happening right there and all the other shows, I was wondering, like, this really doesn't fit in. Like, why would they bring this show back right now? I mean, I mean obviously, it kind of seems like it has something to do with Hamilton, uh, you know, right there. And so part of me was wondering, like, what, what is this? Is this for the... Uh, this is for the people that couldn't get tickets to Hamilton. Like they get the next best thing or, you know, or like, you right. know, what's, what's going on. Why would they bring this show back? Um, this, this older show and revive it right now. Um, but then we went in and again, I didn't know anything about the revival. I just knew that I was seeing this, this older show, which I was not unhappy about. Um, I was, I was actually excited to see it. Uh, but then it starts and within like 10 seconds of the the show starting, you see why it was brought back then because mm. they put a big spin on this revival and that it's a, a cast of uh, all, all women mm. in all, all colors, all walks of life, a very diverse cast right there. And they're telling the story of freedom. And it just took on a, I, I think the theme, a whole deeper meaning of it mm. right there. And so, and, and they were good too. Like I, I, <clears throat> I, I never saw, an audience just want to uh, give a standing ovation after an opening number, like they were, they were, they were ready to go. And there were there were multiple times throughout the show that the audience was just on their feet, like, wow, I was not expecting this powerhouse of a show to happen. That's awesome. Yeah, right there. So, uh, yeah, so that was the New York <clears throat> trip, and then I came back, and now we're prepping at Play with Your Food to head into uh, our our newest comedy. We're doing a romantic comedy coming up. And uh, we're we're doing a show called Perfect Timing uh, by a playwright named Christy Kane, and it's a it's a more sophisticated uh, comedy than our last show. Our last show was just complete slapstick, had a very very much a Monty Python Benny Hill ish theme to it right there. And um, and this is 
again, more more sophisticated humor than the last one, but I, I think a, a really fun show and a very different show from the, the last one our audiences saw. So um, those tickets are on sale right now. Uh, you can call our call our reservation line or visit us at playwithyourfoodhemmet.com for uh, you know, some more information on it. But um, I'm excited for it, and we're working with the chefs right now to get the dinners uh, t- together and planned out and – uh, so that's that's going to come up on January 13th. We're, when do you start your opening. rehearsal process for that? Rehearsal tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wow. Starting off with our read-through tomorrow night. and Jump right into yeah, it. Yeah, so just got the got the scripts in the mail about a week ago, and we're just, yeah, I'm ready to go. And I'm excited, too, because um, we have got a, a uh, actually two new actresses coming in to work with the show before. And one of them, well, new to play with your food, but I've, you know, gotten to work with her a long time ago. But um, this actress named Jillian Madden, and um, man, it's probably been a good 10 years since, um, longer even, uh, since I've, I've done a show with her. But the last show that we did was um, A Piece of My Heart, and she's just fantastic. And then she uh, ha- hasn't really acted much lately, but she is coming back for this one. And so I'm I'm super excited to get her up on stage. She's actually playing the lead. Oh, cool. Right there. And then uh, our another new actress, Sylvia Torres. It's uh, we're we're really excited for her, and she's going to be our pre-show singer as well. We always do a pre-show concert when the audience walks in, so they're going to be seeing Sylvia a lot. I'm a little little nervous because Sylvia's got to perform a 90 minute concert, and then she's got to jump up on stage and do a two hour show. And I was sitting there having a conversation with her, and was like, "Are are you sure you can handle that? I mean, that's that's close to four hours of performing in." you know, one night and then you got to come back the next day and do it again and then come back the next day and do it again. And, um, but she's like, yeah, she's gung ho for it. That's awesome. She's excited for that. So that's what we're working on coming up in January. So perfect timing. It's going to be a lot of fun, but you have got a Christmas show planned. Yes. Christmas pretty soon. Christmas Carol. And, and you guys are already well into rehearsal on that, right? We already started. Yeah. We already started rehearsal process, digging into it. It's a really, it's a really fun show. I mean, a lot of theaters um, do a Christmas Carol, which I'm sure you're well aware. Well, and yours is the one you're doing is the Alan Menken version. Yes, right? it is. It's yeah. the Alan Menken version. Beautiful music. It's just the harmonies are so tight. The cast we have is so talented. They just sound so good. The how, how big? Space. How big? A, how big a cast you got? Um, we're at like 38. Actually, it's a pretty big. Cast. Oh my goodness! It's a pretty big group of people, but it's multiple casting. Everyone plays multiple roles. It's a, it's a big show. How is your uh, customer <clears throat> handling that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so 38 people. <clears throat> she's doing she's doing great by it, and um, she's having a she's having a blast, and it it just it's a big show, and I and I love that, and that's kind of what our approach for this is when when we pick a Christmas show, especially one that's done by a lot of theaters, we try to think about different approaches and. What can we do differently that they haven't seen before? Or new excitement that they haven't seen in the past. Now, so, do, do you do you feel like you can do something different on this one? I mean, let's let's face it. This, this has got to be the challenge because, mm-hmm. like, how many millions of uh, theaters have done this over over the years? Yeah, it, that is a challenge, but I think that's part of the joy of bringing theater to people is to let them experience some experience something new. Mm-hmm. And for this show, um, we're going to be adding a little bit of digital with a little bit of kind of your classic story approach. It's the same story of Scrooge and his journey. It's the same classic story, but we bring a lot more kind of tech aspects of it. We have a bridge over the audience. We have 
fog machines. We're going to have projections. Like an actual and, bridge or a digital bridge? Uh, actual bridge. that They're going to stand up next to the audience. So Scrooge is a part of the audience watching the show in certain scenes. Oh. So it's a really it's a really fun and creative approach to uh, the show. And again, this cast has not performed this before. So having them come together will be a new, new experience for everyone. We open December 3rd. Um, really excited about that. So it is so cool with the with the introduction to technology. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can. Uh, I mean, even twenty years ago, you can do things differently today and tell the story in in a different way um, that that they could have, you know, ne- never seen. Yeah, in the back a long and time so, ago, it was just drops. You had to just yeah, you see these backdrops, and now and now you can do these, you know, special effects ghosts appearing yep. and 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 things like that, uh, but. I, I know with legendary productions, it's not just enough to show these once the show starts. As soon as the audience gets out of their car and walks toward the theater, I mean, if you're, you know, doing as you did uh, with past Christmas shows, they're going to be in for an immersive, atmospheric experience as soon as they step foot in the theater. Yeah, they're going to definitely come into the smell of Christmas, <clears throat> whether it be cinnamon or gingerbread cookies, whatever it makes you think of kind of your family or upbringing, what makes you feel like Christmas, pine cones. That smell of cinnamon, just that flavor of smells, and then also um, just being able to transport the audience back when they come into the theater to an old London town, just to go right away with the foggy streets, and we're going to have snow machines and all kinds of stuff. I don't want to give away too much of the effects we're doing, but we're going to have a lot of cool atmosphere for Uh, sure. I'm going to throw out a challenge to you. What's that? Because like (laughs) you've... I don't know. Your your atmosphere is crazy, but I've never seen you do this. Um, if 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 not this year, one year. You have to promise me that you're going to do this. What? I want a petting zoo with reindeer. Okay. Get, you get get one of those. I mean, where you can come and get your picture with a reindeer. Okay. And I'll scary. work on that. I don't know <laughs> if it'll happen this year, but I'll work on that. Um, so that'll be really cool. I'd love to that do is that. Yeah, with it's, Santa and his reindeer or something. Yeah. How do you how do you top that? Like. Come see our Scrooge. No, come see ours. We've got reindeer. You know? That's true. That's true. That'd and be a funny idea. In be fact, a you can idea. feed the hot chocolate to the reindeer. That'd be a, f- a really fun approach, For, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. So, th- this is cool. Now, you said a cast of 38. You, you said a cast of 38 so far. Does that mean it, it might get bigger? Well, right now on the podcast, we're in the middle of growing the cast still. We actually have only rehearsed for a week. Okay. Um, and then because we're taking this show to YPAC as well, there's some scheduling conflicts. So we have some people that are double casted. So they're going to perform here. And then we have to have a, a separate people performing at uh, Ukiper Performing Arts Center on our mini tour. So we have to kind of figure that out. And I'm in the middle of the process of figuring that out now. Okay. So, and yeah, for, so for those who didn't uh, may, may not have heard the uh, podcast uh, two times ago, so Legendary has started touring. Yeah, um, little so- mini tours. Little little mini tours. So they're performing here in Redlands, and then they're going over to Ukaipa, which is about you said twenty thirty minute 20 drive, minutes, ish, twenty five, yeah, um, and performing at the theater out there. So you did that with the Adams family, and um, you're doing it again with a Christmas Carol. Are you going to do all the atmospheric stuff um, yes, there as well? We like- actually did. We brought when we brought Adams family there. We did the same thing. We had the whole theater fogged out. We they walked into kind of a mausoleum cemetery look. We had sound effects. We had lights all throughout the theater. So you were really drawn into the atmosphere right away. I mean, that's the coolest thing. I mean, because <clears throat> already 
the the audience walks in, and when you put them in that immersive atmosphere, they're just ready for the show. They're it's asking like, to be entertained. I mean, it's like the performance has started before the actors even come out. Even at Yukaipa, we had the lobby lit up all red, so it'd be like this sense of whoa. And as I get closer to the stage, more drawn in, more drawn in. Then the audience, the cast comes out, and bam, it's pretty epic. Yeah. So, all right. Um, so. Then you know, so you're you're going you're going over to uh, the YPAC Theater and you're you're performing out there, mm-hmm. and um, so you know any, any challenges there coming up that you didn't already hit with the Adams family? I mean, you got to when, when does your show open here? On uh, December third, we open here at Legendary. Okay, so you're opening December third, and then you're performing for two weeks here. Uh, we performed December third that weekend of the third, and then we perform on the. The weekend of the ninth, and then the week of so three weekends, and then we go and perform at YPAC on the twenty second, twenty third, and then the twenty fourth Christmas Eve matinee. We're doing a special matinee service, and then matinee matinee production, and then at YPAC they actually have an ice skating rink there, so it's going to be a destination, so they can come and ice skate, go see a show, or come see a show, then go out and ice skate. Ukaipa has this, yeah, wow. Check this, it this out. This must be like the well kept secret of Ukaipa. I've never, I haven't heard. Yeah, of this. check it out. There's billboards up and everything. You can check our billboard up. Actually, we got a billboard up of our show. And so this, this performing arts center has has the ice skating rink. Um, the city provides it, but it's the, at the performing arts center. So it's a, we're trying to make it a destination. There. Yeah, well, that's that's oh, that's really cool. Yeah, we're teaming up. It's it's a partnership and it's going really well. Oh well, yeah, it's, it sounds like it is. And then as of as of right now, and as you're listening to this podcast, we're actually in the middle of starting our rehearsal process. Um, for actually auditions are coming up for our, we just announced, Oh, ah, yay. We just announced our sixth season actually mm-hmm. in October. We actually announced it. We just announced our full season coming up and we'll be in the middle of rehearsals in December for into the woods. So I'll just tell you the season really quick. You can yeah. check it on our webpage and Instagram, social media and all that, but we have into the woods and then we have children of Eden. Great show. Great, powerful music. Um, Tuck Everlasting. Then we have a special legendary kids program. Last year we did Aladdin Junior. This year we're doing Frozen Junior. We have a camp for kids, teach them how to audition, create headshots and resumes, teach them about the whole callback process. And then we we, we kind of go through the choreography, the music, the blocking. Um, Kim Simons is heading that up, and we'll get her on as get her on in here as a guest as well, and just talk about growing arts for children. But that's in in, in the summer, Frozen uh, Frozen Junior. Then we have a straight place steel magnolias, and then we have Man of La Mancha, and then for Christmas we're doing the best Christmas pageant ever. So that's kind of our sixth season. So excited about what's coming up with that too. A lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff, and even just looking ahead at with the production team in the season, it's really exciting the direction we're going to be going with, just our talent and quality, and really, really excited about. People coming out and just growing, growing legendary and growing our market. Uh, still, Magnolia is going to have a reindeer. No. Okay. No, unfortunately. All right. Well, but the best Christmas pageant ever. I may work on that just for you, Mike. <laughs> I may work on that just for you. That, that would be a cool one. Rain, that maybe that's the show for the reindeer. I think best it Christmas would be kind of cool to that's, do that's that. That's a kids one. Uh, they'll, they'll be they'll be coming out and checking checking that one out. So, all right. So, uh, any any other. Uh, cool things you want to tell us about Christmas Carol without giving us uh, much of a spoiler? Um, no, the cast, I'll do, yeah, I guess, yes. The cast is so talented. Like, well, who you got playing Scrooge this time? Jonathan Bushy. 
Ah, really talented guy, and oh, yeah. it's a dream role of his to play, and it worked out where he's able to be involved with us. So it's really exciting. But has, has he never played this role before? No, he has not. Really, it's, it's a dream role of him of his, and he loves the story, and it's his story to tell. But he loves a Christmas Carol. He loves that story, Scrooge's story. He just loves that whole thing, and he's he's doing a great job. So talented. Our old cast. There's something special about a Christmas cast mm-hmm. because you're with each other during the holidays. You become a family. And and then the Christmas production, it's a really tight, really tight rehearsal process. Like we have we have basically seventeen days to put the entire production up. Usually we have about twenty one to twenty three days to put the production up. So it's really close quarters. We're spending some time together. Well, it's also a very that's a giving time of year to do a show. I mean, you're you're giving up the holiday time it with, is. Your, with your family, but but coming out and like you said, you're spending the holidays with uh, your theater family. Well, and you get really you get people that say no way at Christmas, and you get people that go, I love doing shows at Christmas. So it's really it's hit or miss. And but honestly, like I've said in many podcasts, the cast we ended up with is truly the one we're supposed to have. I truly believe that. Partly because you have to believe that because that's what you end up with. But it ends up working out so well. And then you look at everyone, you go, wow, I'm not sure I could have casted this any different. So it's really, it's really, really, really fun. It's, well, they rise to meet the expectations. They do. Of it. And, um, and they create the character and the, the, you know, the whole picture starts coming together. And, and, and yes, it's, it's a, uh, no, I know the feelings like, how, how could you have cast this any other way? I don't, you know, yeah, they could. You, even if you love somebody and you know they're talented, you still look at them going, whoa, I'm glad you're not on the show. This person needed to be here for this. Yeah. We needed each other. So it really works out really well. So then, so in, in the middle of all this, you know, you're, doing, you're doing Christmas Carol, and then the, the next one is Into the Woods? Yes, Into in, the okay, Woods so, is in January and February. Okay, so, so, the, so then uh, work backwards. When, when do you audition that? December sixth, actually. December sixth, hey, my birthday. Happy birthday! Hey, uh, <laughs> not 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 quite yet, but uh, you okay. Know, on December sixth, coming coming up in there. You're hold, you're holding auditions on my birthday, so, um, and and then um, you, so you've got to think about the casting and uh, and everything in the midst of the Christmas Put, Carol, just getting just ready to launched. start. Yeah. It has, okay, it's it just, just launched. launched. Okay, so no no rest for the weary right there. Not really, and because of the partnership we have with YPAC, they want to do our whole next season, and we have to be prepared for that as well. So scheduling matters, making sure that everyone's avail- available to do that. So we're just – we want to keep moving. We want to keep momentum going, and we're, and we're growing our, our constituency, our donor base. People are just really being supportive and really – Really catching the vision for our change effect move motto, and it's been it's really nice. And we, and honestly, at some point, I'm sure you feel this way to your audience. You feel a sense of responsibility to continue to give them shows, to give them the quality of what you're doing, and to give them art. It it does get harder and harder to come up with original ideas. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I mean we and we mentioned this, you know, early on when I, I think the, our second episode we we're talking about a. Uh, picking your script, you know your your first time out. Yeah, it's easy. You, okay, we've 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 got this. We've done it. We've got a million things to choose from, but then you do it, and you want your next one to be even better, mm-hmm. and then you want the next one to be even better, and then like at what point are you like, wow, this is well, this getting better and better and better is really difficult, and I don't know if I'm pulling it off anymore. And well, and you have even audience members and even close friends of mine that say to me, well, you did this for this show. What are you going to do next? Yeah. Like, what can you do next? 
And the truth is, the short answer is for me in my brain, just do my best. So the next show, I, I race the slate, I start over and just do my best. And if that's a TV or if that's, if that's LED walls, if it's that, if it's um, star drops, if it's explosions, whatever that is, as long as you're doing the best for that production, then you're doing your best. That's what matters. And that's really the short answer. But there's times where I sit there going, like when we did Singing Rain at the Redlands Bowl, and we're, we're in negotiation, we're talking with the Redlands Bowl right now just about the future, about maybe being, maybe producing, directing shows. Um, we're working out those details now. But when we're doing that in your brain, when I'm trying to present to them ideas that I have or the approach that Steve and I have for a production, I literally sometimes go, what can we do that beats rain on a concrete stage that we did? You know, you start to wonder, what can I do? But then you just let your brain go crazy and then you just throw it out there and then people go, no, you can't do that. And you go, ha ha, you said no, comma, <laughs> comma. Yes, we can. So that's the, I think that's the approach. And it, it does get tiring. After Adam's family, I'll be honest, I was pretty beat up and turning the page to go into Christmas Carol was like, oh, no. I'm not ready for this. But as soon as orientation hit and I'm looking at the cast and I'm telling the approach and the vision for the show and they're getting excited, I'm getting excited. And then I start looking at the set design, then the team. And then unfortunately, some people maybe, well, this happened to us. One of our staff members ended up, you know, parting ways right before our tech rehearsal, basically mm -hmm. our tech meeting for this, this show Christmas Carol. And you're like, no, oh, no. But the truth is, it'll work out. Someone will step up or we'll figure it out or we'll be building the sets or whatever has to happen. It will work out because it has to. And you owe it to the audience. You owe it to the cast. I owe it to my kid's college fund. <laughs> I owe it to myself. And you, just, you, you have a sense of responsibility at some point. I, and I know you deal with it all the time with, with your shows. Yeah. Um, and it was exciting, you know. Just uh, October was the start of our new season, mm. and it was it was exciting to get everybody back in there and um, boom, start the start the new season up and hear the laughter in the room and the new show and present our new actors uh, to them. and And I'm I'm ex I'm excited for this next one. Again, uh, excited for our our read through tomorrow, and uh, you know it's gonna gonna make some uh, romantic comedy magic. Nice. Coming, coming up here. It doesn't have any ghosts appearing, you know, or well, anything like that. We'll take like care that, of the ghosts. But, uh, you take care of the romantic comedy. So we're okay, good. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that. Mike, before we wrap up, we got to wrap this up. But where do where where do they go to check out information for your show coming up and stuff? Where do they find the information? Uh, so playwithyourfoodhemet.com is our website, and then uh, we're on we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram as well. And our reservation line nine five one six six three eight four nine one. You can call and make uh, the reservations right there. Um, there's a lot of I don't want to say we're sold out, but it's uh, a. <laughs> I was about to say you can call and make reservations. Just kidding, uh, not really. Um, but no, there there are some. There's still some tickets available. Um, well, sweet, you, you, people can get them. There's just we're we're very we're we're very full already. That's awesome. Um, That's a but, good problem. But people can still learn about what you got going on. It's a good problem, and 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 again, yeah, I'm just I'm excited about it. I'm well, excited for your show too. Well, check out Legendary Productions CLO.com. Um, and, or go on our Instagram or Facebook. You can find out all our information on there. We'd really, really love to have you guys here, a part of the family. And hopefully we'll see you guys for a Christmas carol. And check out all the information we have on our auditions and how to get involved. All right. And uh, thank you for listening. And we will see you next time on 
the Upstaging Gentleman Podcast. Later.